When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm your host, Alex Shapiro. Today, we are joined by one of our very good friends and recurring guest on our show, Vanessa Bartlett. Vanessa is a psychic, medium, tarot reader, and an astrology and occult enthusiast. Vanessa is the real deal. She has never let us down. She, okay, there's one episode where you can hear, well, you could hear me screaming. Like she just gets so, when she talks, our conversation with her today is very lighthearted and really we're just going to chat about predictions for each astrological sign for the new year, which is really exciting. I think a lot of us see the new year as kind of a fresh start especially if you had like a crummy year in 2022. But also check out Vanessa's website, theaquarian.com. It's spelled A-Q-U-A-R-E-A-N because she has more info on there and you can book um, a tarot reading with her, which if you listen to the episode where she does my reading, it was really, really eye-opening, really cool. I'm not very trusting, even though I believe in all of this. And she really like made me even more of a believer again. But anyway, if you want to know more about Vanessa, you can read up on her there. Uh, we'll have that in the show notes. And anyway, enjoy listening to Vanessa chat about 2023. Enjoy, guys. Hi, everybody. I am Vanessa. I am a psychic, a tarot reader, astrology, uh, and a cult enthusiast. And I just started my new podcast all about tarot. And um, yeah, we're going to just be doing predictions on all the zodiac signs for 2023. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really yeah. excited. We've been doing a lot of um, very serious episodes like towards the end of last year. And then coming into this year, we promised the beauty baddies tons of skincare deep dives, which we have coming up. But I thought this would be like a nice, fun intermediary, you know, a nice way to kick off the new year. Yes. We're all part of the religion of millennial astrology, I feel like. Right. We're all yeah. Part of- oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is a side note, but I love nothing more than getting on the train, sitting down, kind of like looking at my co-star embarrassed. And then it's like somebody <laughs> else will sit next to me and I'll see them looking at their co-star. And then I'm like, OK, that's fine. We're, we're oh, I love same. it. So, <laughs> yes, everybody yeah. pulls out their co-star whenever I tell them I'm studying astrology or I'm, I'm getting my certification in astrology. And uh, they're like, oh, let me show you. Let me show you all my all my signs and all my houses. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, for sure. I, I guess I bring it up because I've been down this path of like learning more about like spirituality and about astrology. And you have a lot to do with that. And I just yes, think I that do. you're fantastic and the beauty baddies love you. So Welcome back. Thank you. Ah, I love this. I think this is going to be really nice because 
I think the year ahead, um, I mean, we've, we obviously all of us have talked at length about 2020 to 2022 as mm-hmm. being like dumpster fire years. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of us are looking for hope for 2023. And I did not select these cards that I pulled. So I'm not going to guarantee that the one that I you know, have pulled for you is going to be like just all roses and all happiness. But I can say that everything we learn throughout the year makes it a little bit easier for us to be here. And sometimes, you know, we'd like to be prepared if there's something that's a bit more destructive or um, scary and how to easily move through that rather than getting stuck. Mm, yes. I'm curious about this, actually. We started to talk about this a little bit before we began recording, but how did you choose, like, how did you go about sort of like choosing the cards for each sign? Okay, so I decided to go with the Major Arcana because if we're going to talk about something spiritual, all of the cards have a spiritual translation if you want to go there in your readings. But the Major Arcana is a lot more um, like fate or destiny or something that's a lot larger than us. It deals with archetypes. It deals with um, different themes, different uh, qualities of our soul and of our minds. And it's just a little bit uh, more in depth about what you're experiencing or feeling than maybe a Minor Arcana would. So I just took all of the Major Arcana out of my tarot deck and I started shuffling. And when I felt it was right, I pulled for each card. So I just pulled 12 cards and then I have I haven't looked at them, actually. So I only mm. see the one on top for Aries for you. <laughs> so we'll see. There's 22 cards and there's 12 signs. So um, 10 of the cards have not been used. So we'll see what each person gets. So you're pulling one card for each sign. Yes. Oh, I love this. Mm, this is going to be cool. Yeah. And I'm looking at it sort of like, you know, what is it that this year is going to bring for you to learn? What's a spiritual understanding or quality that you want to integrate? How will you be seeing this year moving forward in sort of a more existential or larger way? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really important because I think we can get stuck on the mundane and the material. And that's why you go to a tarot reader or an astrologer or um, you look into uh, different like YouTube or different like sites that kind of show this stuff because you're wanting, you know, something specific said to you. But when you kind of look at it just spiritually, it feels like there's something more than just the things that you want or just the things that you uh, think you need or the things that are kind of holding you down or keeping you stuck in some kind of way. So it might help open up your mind or your heart or your um, perspective or your self-image or whatever you're struggling with. And if you need that help to move through it, these cards are the better cards to look at. Hmm. This is awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. You're an Aries and um, Alex is a Pisces. So I think that's really cool. You start the Zodiac and Alex is going to finish it. Mm -hmm. And I was going to ask you both, um, you know, to bring to mind if you have a friend or a, you know, relative or your partner is one of these signs, maybe hold them in mind and see if that kind of whatever I say kind of relates to what's going on in their life or whatever they're dealing with. All right. So I guess let's jump in. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with Aries. So let's see if this resonates with you. So I thought that you'd find this funny. I pulled Justice and Mm. Justice also resonates with the Zodiac sign Libra. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Libra and you're an Aries. I just thought that was kind of funny. It's like you have to kind of take on the qualities more of a Libra, which is opposite you. Mm -hmm. So these qualities are all about opening your mind up to the to what it is that you want and who you actually are. 
So instead of looking at things impulsively like an Aries or just going for something just because you feel it in the moment, you're going to step back and you're going to weigh it and you're going to ask yourself, is this really what I need or what I want in my life? Is this something that will give uh, more to me or allow me to balance myself? Is this something that objectively uh, other people would also say would be good for me? You know, it's like opening it up and asking uh, other people like your friends or confidants, whether a certain career move or whether a certain um, direction that you're thinking about, is that really what's going to be right for you? Is that something that feels good to you? So these, this might be a year of you just actually asking yourself what it is that fits, what it is that um, resonates for you instead of I'm just going to kind of take what I see in front of me and capitalize on it, or I'm going to rush after this thing and not think about it. This is all about really weighing your options and what it is that you're uh, experiencing, how you want to experience your life. Does that feel like anything like you're coming into this uh, year kind of tempering yourself a bit more? I mean, 100%. I just finished. You and I haven't spoken in a while, actually. Mm -mm. So this past fall, I was in a business accelerator program called the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses. And essentially, it was uh, a 14-week program that filled in the gap between entrepreneurship and MBA. And throughout the time of just learning skills that it takes to actually run a business rather than just being an entrepreneur, and also putting together a five-year growth plan. So like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, calm down. This this is going to take five years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But it's wild because that's just like, and so the program ended at the end of December and now that's just where I'm at is just really putting this plan into motion and looking exactly, literally exactly what you said, just like taking the time to plan everything out, to like do the numbers, to do different forecasting options, to like start, essentially start over my business from, I mean, not from the ground up, but just re I don't know not even a rebuild it's like a um you know it's it's like 166 Franklin it was a dump had to get in there <sighs> clean it up make it gorgeous yes. gorgeous and so that's kind of what it is yeah you want to like see it objectively rather than like the, maybe the very first push towards your career was like I just got to go with my gut I have to like just go with this building go with this idea I don't have time to think about it we've just got to move forward and now with Libra or with uh, justice tempering you it's like okay I want to really take my time and make sure that everything that I do is on the up and up that I am um, you know doing everything that I can to stay within the law or doing everything I can to get as many taxes I can get back I'm doing everything I can like really taking the time to objectively look at what you're doing Mm -hmm. I love that yeah I love that too you're incredible. I love. <laughs> I always tell you that all the time. But yeah, I wasn't sure what you were gonna pull. <laughs> like, I know. I as know. you were speaking, it was just like, oh my god, she doesn't even know this about me. That's awesome. Nope. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. yes. Do either of you know a Taurus, or can you call a Taurus to mind? Somebody who you do, Alex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is yeah. their year. My friend Leah. Oh, perfect, Leah. So this is for you, Leah. Tauruses get the star this year, and this is one of the best cards you can get in all of the 78 cards, not just the major arcana. This is all about healing. Um, This is also uh, resonates with Aquarius. So she may have an Aquarian in her life or somebody might come in that's an Aquarian. But this is about help coming to you when you need it and uh, aligning with the people that are best for you in the sense of like, if there's something, God forbid, if anything happens with her health, it's like all the right nurses and the doctors will come that are are the right people for her. Or um, if she needs uh, money or if she needs to gain some kind of uh, notoriety or if she needs 
needs to, uh, you know, push her way through something, a lot of people are going to come and assist her with that. And it's going to feel like good timing. It's going to feel like everything is sort of working the way that it's supposed to. And that the assistance is just like coming from people outside of her, you know, and, and companies outside of her, whatever is going on, or everybody who's a Taurus. So this is just a year that if, if you have dreams, if you have hopes that you've been wanting to push, it might be the year to do it because more people are going to be on your side than maybe other years. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> I can't wait to tell her. Awesome. She'll hear it on here. <laughs> I feel like she has been going through a lot like last year and she's coming. I, f- I can feel that for her that like this is the time for her to now like heal and just like move forward yes. in, her, in her life and healing. One thousand percent. Um, well, I guess I can tell Vanessa that her mom passed away oh. not that long ago, very unexpectedly. And also she's kind of just had a lot of, I feel like just a lot of transition in her life yeah. in the last, you know, couple of years, just outside of that even. So this sounds really great. But she also like a lot of transition, but also a lot of really like great things. I feel like she's really like. She's in her early 30s and she's just like really coming into her own, if that makes oh, sense. Sure, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you know, that Aquarian energy is coming into your own. It's accepting your own uniqueness. It's, it's accepting who you are uh, as you move through the world. You know, it's like I feel I am one with myself. Or I'm being authentic. I'm being who I am uh, when I'm with others, you know. So it also comes after another card called the Tower, which is really, really harsh um, disruptions. So that could have been, you know, the transitions she's been going through, her mother. And so this next card is considered the healing card from those times. So anyone who's a Taurus, if you resonate with the uh, the feeling like, you know, why, when, it, when are things going to get better? When can I start hoping again? Or when can I start feeling like I'm on the other side of this and it should be this year for you? You should mm. feel more, more lightened and more um, healed inside. Okay. Do either of you know a Gemini? My dad. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm, My mother-in-law. Okay. So this is for them. So they got... So for Gemini, everybody got the moon. So the moon is all about projections. It's about kind of trying to figure out if it's me or if it's you. It can have a lot to do with the past and it can have a lot to do with um, what we imagine is happening when it's not actually happening. Like, so they could be dealing with um, illusions, delusions. Uh, They might have had to deal with something that was just not obvious. It was like they kind of had to figure it out over time. And right now they might even kind of be walking one one foot in front of the other rather than uh, feeling unencumbered. It's like, okay, I'm not really sure where I'm going and I'm not really sure what's coming of this, but I'm going to keep walking in this direction. So for spirituality, it's kind of, it's like a year of really deciding what it is that you want from another person or what it is that you want from the reactions in your life and getting more in touch with your own subconscious and your own issues and your own past and your own um, judgments and your own obstacles that you kind of put in front of yourself and you're not sure how to get over. So you might be faced with a lot of that this year. You might be faced with a lot of like, was it me or was it them? Or is it me or is it them? Or, you know, I'm not sure if this is going to work out, but if it does, that's great. But right now I'm not. I'm, I, I don't know what's to come of this. I'm not sure if this is the way that I should be going. but it's the only way that I can see. So it might feel just a bit up in the air for a while until the year ends. I mean, there's all sorts of things that will happen in between there, but this might be just a year of kind of the unknown. Does that make any sense for your parents or your father and step 
mother. Oh, yeah. They are both of our parents. Um, well, I mean, my dad lost his sister last year. Oh, I'm sorry. And it was really sudden. And I know that he's just since then been really, I mean, you know, mortality and death, it just, it changes you. You know, it makes you look at the world in a different place. And so... Yeah, I mean, it, that definitely resonates. And also, I mean, with that comes like so many other dynamics. And I don't know, it's death does crazy things. And it brings out really crazy things in people. And I kind of keep hearing from the community, I suppose, about, you know, learning about somebody's true side after so and so passes, and then the claws come out or whatever it is, it just it just yeah. gets messy during a time of like, such extreme sorrow. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of projections, a lot of like, you know, could there maybe there's a, a feeling of could we have done something or could there, you know, something have kind of intervened or I'm not sure. You know, it's also a haunting feeling, but I don't want to like pigeonhole it to this, you know, to somebody passing. But it is like overall, like I'm not sure what uh, life has in store for me next. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where I'm going, you know, so it just might give like that that bit of haunting feeling. Mm. Uh, my mother in law is definitely I guess without going into too much detail. Yeah, I think she kind of doesn't really know what the future holds. Mm. Oh, she's a Gemini. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes a lot of sense. uh, Actually makes a lot of sense for her. Yeah. This might be a year that it continues. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes and that's the other reason why I chose majors because majors last for a long period of time. Um, And so it's kind of like it, it allows us to sort of walk through 365 days without sort of forcing something to change or like really letting go into the feeling rather than being angry at it. You know, some of these cards are really nice. And sometimes we we don't have as, as great of a year as the year before or a year that's coming up. So this might be a year that she keeps walking a bit in fog and the next year it might completely brighten up. You know, this tracks. I also feel like not knowing where you're going isn't necessarily a bad thing. Agreed. Like I it just happened to be from my like from my situation, a bad thing. But um, I mean, there's so many years. My whole 20s, I had no idea where I was going. Oh, Literally yeah. Literally my entire 20s. I was yeah. like, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Do you, either of you know cancers? A cancer? I actually don't know any cancers. And it's it's one of those... I don't know anything even about cancerians. That's how few cancers oh. I know. Yeah. Well, I will call to mind my best friend. She's a cancer. And my boyfriend's a cancer. So mm-hmm. both of them actually resonate with this card, which is very interesting. So they got um, the Wheel of Fortune. And the Wheel of Fortune is a lot of changes. So if you're a cancer, you might be going through all sorts of chaotic or maybe even challenging changes. They don't... Um, it's usually faded, meaning like, you know, the synchronicity that happens that gets you from one place to another and you have no idea how that happened. It was like, I, th- great, thank you, you know, and, and but all the way through, it might feel really chaotic and hectic and like it may not work out or it might fall through because you don't really have control over the changes that are happening. So this is all about, you, this whole year is going to feel like, okay, this, this transition, that changed and I don't really have any say in it. I don't really have any, um, I can't put my hand in it and like control it in any way. So just expect that like one thing after the, another might uh, keep you on your toes in a way. So my best friend, she um, just got a, another apartment. She got a, she'd been looking for a new home with her husband and her child for like, I mean, I might even say two years, maybe even three, a long, like, no, two years, two years, two years. And they live in a one bedroom. So it's been super, super cramped. And so they've been trying to buy a place. They've been trying to buy a condo. They just want more space and they want to feel, you know, like they want to feel like they have a separate life 
for a couple of you know hours <laughs> accumulated in a day from their child. So it turned out that um, one of the uh, upstairs apartments just became open. That was a two bedroom. And so they were able to move straight upstairs and completely renovate the whole place and move in there. And so wow. now she has like, yeah, this whole other, um, you know, now she's trying to get into her master's, trying to do all these other things. So it's all these changes that are happening in her life that she's trying to keep up with because now a major obstacle is gone. And my boyfriend, yeah, he had he just got a his business expanded. And so now he has to do all of these changes that come along with that. And the expansion even came synchronistically. So it's like all, of the, you know, these, these just changes that keep you on your toes that keep you like, you know, OK, what do I have to do next? What do I do now? I don't I'm going to have to figure it out. You know, like she's going to have to start applying to things. She hasn't applied to, you know, some higher higher education in a long time, you know, so. There's a lot of um, a lot of transitions that are going to happen, I think, this year for cancers. And I think it's going to be happy transitions, even if it feels weird yeah. during the the turning of the wheel. Oh, yeah. The wheel of fortune, baby. It's not mm -hmm. the wheel of despair. It's the wheel of exactly. fortune. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love exactly. that. Yeah. I mean, that is a little scary, but it's also like it's fortune. Yeah. Whatever comes, it's going to be something good or something Absolutely. needed. Absolutely. Something needed, definitely, because it's just that's how um, everything survives is through change, you know, like that's or that's the only constant is change, right? Like you can't expect that everything is going to stay stable. So if you're going to have a change card, might as well be the wheel of fortune. Where Honestly, it's like, you know, we're going where we should be going, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. even if it's even if it's crazy, even if like the road to get there is really crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know any cancers either. Well, I don't think. Isn't that weird? I've got a weird joke that I don't think it's going to land. <laughs> I know a lot of Libras and a lot of Virgos. Mm, really? But I want to hear the joke. I was like, is Pat Sajak a cancer? Wheel of Fortune? But I was like, is he not the Wheel of Fortune Oh guy? my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're no longer cursing and we tell bad dad jokes. I this knew, is your outlet. That's the outlet. I, I knew that it wasn't going to be good. I wasn't like, I've got a great joke, guys. <laughs> no, it was kind of good. Like, I didn't even get it at first. I was I trying was to think like, of what? Vanna White, but I was like, who's the lady? And that's how I knew this joke wasn't going to land. I was like, you don't even know the people you're talking about, girl. Like, you, can't even put, you can't even put this joke together. But I had to say it. I had to say something. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, I love guys. it. Thanks for giggling at that with me. Appreciate you. <laughs> well, do either of you know Leo's? I do. Yes. Leo's. Okay. So this is their card and their card is judgment. So judgment can bring a resolution. So something that they might've been dealing with for a long time, they could get the answer to uh, something that either maybe they've forgotten about or just like kind of finally put aside. Something may come up this year that um, sort of brings a change through resolution. This could also be finding a sense of purpose that feels so good to you that it's like, it's a lot of times charity oriented. It's a lot of times, um, you know, moving towards something that is just going to benefit everyone, not just you. And it's feeling like you're called to that thing. You know, like a lot of us, feel um, our careers should be our calling. Not everybody feels that, but a lot of people feel that way. And Leos are really um, entrenched by their career because they're ruled by the sun. So this could be something within their career that feels like a purpose for them. It feels like a purpose-driven life rather than just working for everybody else or trying to perform for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a really good year for anybody who is, any Leo who is, um, has been, you know, trying to want, like wondering what it is that's right for them, what it is that they um, do best in the world or what it is that's really going to open them up. 
And one other thing that could be happening is that some of you may have been denying something about yourself or, you know, um, trying to figure it out, but haven't been able to really uh, come to a, a resolution or a conclusion about it. And it may happen this year. So if you've been rolling over in your mind something about you, something that you uh, feel maybe, you know, is this me? Is this not me? Should I be, you know, opening up about this? Should I not? This may be the year that you do that. And it may be because of somebody else or some movement inside of you. So does that sound like any Leos you know? No. <laughs> Wait, let me think a little bit longer. Oh, well, I mean, that's just that's also very deeply personal. Do you it know is what I deeply mean? personal. So it's yes. like, these are my good friends. And it's like, I've got, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Do you know oh, what no, I mean? That's, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you'd yeah. have to know, like my sister's a Leo, right? But I couldn't answer mm -hmm. any of those things that you just listed off. Because that's yeah. like very, very internal, those things, I feel like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if she heard this, she might really resonate with it. Totally. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jess, Jess is listening. Let us know, girl. What do you think? Yes. My dad's a Leo. And I think that this resonates with him. He spent since 2020, maybe 2021, trying uh, opening his restaurant and dealing with COVID and dealing with all that stuff. And this is probably the first year that he's felt um, like this is absolutely opening up for him. Like it's, he's been getting great uh, reviews and having people come to the restaurant. It's been really great. But I think this is the first time that he's felt like this really is it. I really made it like this is something that I, I can see growing and not just, you know, kind of collapsing in on itself, which a lot of restaurants do. Mm -hmm. So that I feel like this is the first time he's like really feels purpose driven. And he's just met a new person mm -hmm. or he just started dating someone. And I think that's really opening up a lot inside of him and a lot of like, things that I think he's denied for a lot of t for a long time, like emotions he's denied. Mm. Um, so I think he's feeling very, uh, very like, you know, in his purpose or feeling very connected to something bigger in that way. That's awesome. As you were speaking, I realized, oh, I hope she doesn't mind that I'm saying this, but I know my sister's been wanting to find a, a new job, just not sure if she was in the right career, like not sure if she's in the right career path, if she wanted to do something else. And I forgot about that actually until you started talking and and this actually does resonate for Jess for sure. Oh wow, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So the next are Virgos. So I know Alex, you said you know a lot of Virgos. <laughs> so we're going to them. So they get the fool. The fool is all about going your own way and doing what it is that makes you happy. It doesn't necessarily make sense to other people and it's not a guarantee that it'll work. But it is something that's very authentic to you and it makes you feel like you're do also similar to purpose or similar to judgment is like you, you feel like you're resonating with your own life. Like this is the way this it may seem really unique, really individual, really weird, really out there or just a totally different um, direction than you've been going. But it's you and it's your authentic self. So if there is moments this year that you're feeling like, you know, should I do this or shouldn't I don't let the anxiety take you over. Just consider what really works, what what makes you feel like yourself or what makes you feel um, in connection to your own path or connection to your own future. Mm. Any Virgos for you that resonates? Yes. My friend Meryl. Oh, I really? I feel like that makes sense for her. The other Virgos are my dad and my grandma. And okay. I feel like I just don't know. But for Meryl, this makes a lot of sense. Mm. One of my really good friends, Sal, he's a Virgo and he just he and his husband just moved to Italy and he just started his whole new life out in Italy. Wow. And it's absolutely incredible. And my other friend who's a Virgo, 
Uh, she got engaged last year and she's been, you know, just completely opening up to just who she is and enjoying this new path. And this and it also can be like, uh, you know, having a lot of tension taken off of you, a lot of pressure taken off of you. And both of them feel a lot lighter and they've really let go of, you know, weight that they've been carrying in their life. Oh, that sounds so nice and light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like for my friend Meryl, she um, like took a job that was different from her old job in the sense of like it's a nonprofit. It's something she's really passionate about. And it meant a little bit less money, but ultimately it just works better for her. So like maybe not the, the choice that just anyone or everyone would make. Yeah. And I feel like the plans that she has for like the near future are also maybe not like mm. traditional. So I love I that. that. I think that makes sense for her. I love that. So Libras, that's me. <laughs> you know, Alex, you know Libras, right? And do you know any Libras besides moi? Um, Elizabeth? No, not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> we did something wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. So no, I, I mean, sometimes I get it, Libras. Um, <laughs> So I actually don't go with that trope of like um, uh, labeling people by their sun signs. But like every once in a while, I'm like, that's not that's fair. I mean, like, <laughs> we're wrong. No, no. my Definitely Kev a people thing. No, Kevin was a Libra. And oh, sorry. and then my other other friend who was my other Libra, I haven't seen in years. She moves to California. Oh, and so I don't okay. think I have any other. I, it did sound kind of snotty. I didn't mean it. To, <laughs> I didn't mean it to. I just don't have any other Libras anymore. Got it. Well, you got me. I got you. <laughs> yeah. My best friend is a Libra. Oh, and awesome. so is her baby that she just had. Oh, my gosh. So they're going to be besties. And I always think that you're an Aries. Always think that you're an Aries, Vanessa. I'm an Aries moon. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's what you always remind me of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like a true Aries. I'm like, so you're like me, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's really it's deplorable. Like how much I'm like on the other side of myself all the time. Like it's so ridiculous. I've got to catch myself. Like I, I, I tell myself, you know, you're going to give people two chances. And then they meet Aries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like two chances is Libra. Yeah. And then they go into Aries. That's <laughs> like, true. Ridiculous. Mm, it's true. Um, okay, so we've got the high priestess for Ooh. Libras, which is very interesting. This is the psychic sign, which is funny that it got pulled out for me as well. Which yeah. But this is um not only about psychic, this is also about your emotional life and your instincts or how you trust yourself and trusting, you know, the things that you sense that aren't readily spoken to you, which is what psychic is in general, is just being able to read things without it being verbally communicated or um, assured, right? So, or affirmed. So this is all about staying in touch with your internal life, staying in touch with your body, because the high priestess also represents the body. It represents the moon. So it's more of the subconscious mind. And it's about health. It's about keeping yourself in good condition so that you can operate internally the way that you want to. You know how many people, their external reality or the external projection they give to you is so different than their internalized experience. Mm -hmm. And I think this card is really trying to marry the two of them. So it's like, how 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 are you feeling inside as compared to how what you're showing people on the outside? And the more that you integrate those two, the more power you actually find inside of yourself to trust yourself, to trust the people around you or to uh, remove the, the people that you shouldn't trust. You know, it's it's coming to that place where uh, what is it called? Radical trust mm. right? or radical. Yeah. Like it, where uh, let's say Libra is all about honesty. Right. But uh, the high priestess is more so about the truth. Right. Mm. You can tell your truth, but there's also the truth. And the truth is really just how you feel inside. 
and what's going on in there. So the more you marry this, so the more you um, connect yourself to your body or to your in internal feelings, to your the things that you're thinking, like a, a lot of Libras may go into therapy this year. I know it's a it's obviously a, a common thing now, so anybody could be going to therapy, but this might be something that you want to do in order to kind of draw out those internalized feelings that you've been holding back or, or discarding or pushing down mm -hmm. and get them to come out. Because once they start coming out, you're able to listen to yourself more. You're able to love yourself more. You're able to see yourself better. And uh, you'll be able to integrate a lot of other things inside of you that are keeping you in, maybe in a place of anger or a place of victimhood or whatever you're experiencing. That'll all probably get flushed out with it. It's just like one big like water flush, mm. right? So it's psychic, but it's the tasks and the, the things that you have to do in order to let your psychic body even work. You know, mm. you've just got to flush yourself out. You've got to feel... You have to be able to feel your feelings yeah. and and recognize and own your feelings. And that way you can listen to other people's feelings and you can accept other people's feelings or accept, you know, the, the way the world goes in general. Yeah. Yeah. How's that feel for your bestie? I think that tracks a lot. Awesome. I won't talk about anything too much. No, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no. I know. I get it. <laughs> I mean, it tracks for me. I bought an elliptical this year. It's like... I am not going to the gym because I can't put an extra 30 minutes into my morning going to and from it. Mm -hmm. And this elliptical was like the same amount as like a year gym membership to the place down the street. So might as well. And now it's been so much better for my cardiovascular system, so much better for my breath, so much better for my mood, so much better for, yeah, just my emotions in general, because I get like Aries moon, I've got to get the energy out of me, I've got to get certain things out of me. And so mm -hmm. I, I've been I've been incorporating a lot more things that are for myself and not for my career or for my partner or for my, you know, my family or for anybody else. It's just like, these are the things that I need to do to feel at one with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love, love that. that. <gasps> Jinx. Yes. Jinx. Also, I just love the high priestess. Like, who's that? High I know. priestess. Yes. Yeah. She used to be um the Pope. Or no, not the Pope. Um, she used to be uh the Papas. I know that the the Hierophant was the Pope and there was another the high priestess was another religious figure for a long time, and then it became the high priestess, but you know, there's the religious qualities or the, the beliefs and the uh, practices that are externalized, right? Like you can see a lot of it in the Catholic Church is, you know, incense and the robes you wear and what you say back and forth. But then there's the religious experience inside. And mm. that's more the high priestess is like, you know, what what's going on internally? What What's happening with your nervous system? What's happening with your, you know, how do you calm yourself down? How do you uh, recognize your own feelings? How do you, um, you know, discern from one person's uh, actions and really see what's going on behind them. You know, you really mm -hmm. can't do that if you don't really know what's going on behind you. Mm -hmm. Therapy is great. I, <laughs> mm -hmm. I was actually thinking of going back in. I can't wait to go back in, honestly, because it's just, it's it's incredible. Exactly what you said. Like once you like let that water flush out. Yeah. It's, you don't realize how much you're just holding in. Yes. And then once you said it perfectly, once you kind of can work through that, then it makes it allows you to see other people more clearly. Yeah. Do you know, because you can be honest with yourself or like not honest with, but more like you can recognize yourself in someone else. Yeah. And you, I think that you understand you, you become more uh, in touch with your humanity and yeah. that makes you more in touch with humanity. Do you know, mm -hmm. um, like there's this person that um there's this person that I know that 
is seemingly like a very lovely person, but they'll talk to people in the nastiest and like in the nastiest way. Oh, that makes everybody else in the group kind of look around and be like, are we about to get killed right now? Like, <laughs> what just oh, happened? <laughs> exactly. And one of my friends the other day was just like, yo, what is up with so-and-so? Like, what is that about? And I said, they don't know that the way that they're talking to people, there's anything wrong with it. They're, to me, they're clearly, that's the way that they were spoken to by their parents or something. Based on how jovial and friendly and, and happy they are with us one minute, and then the next minute it's a snap. And it's not even at, towards us, it's towards somebody else. Yeah. But you, but there's no, it's, it's not even that it's not malicious. I can just see that this person thinks that that's just the way that you speak to people. And it's because it was learned. Yeah. And that compassion doesn't mean you have to be run over by that person. It means that you just understand what's going on. It's more complicated or complex than just, oh, you know, forget them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, somebody could still, you know, no, let me not get violent. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) could still get in the face. (laughs) Don't don't let me be an Aries. But you, no, you got justice. That was your that was your card, Libra. <laughs> that was your card. There's no one size fits all solution when it comes to hair care, and that's because your hair and your goals are completely unique. So I've always struggled with my hair length, how to get it to grow longer, how to keep it moisturized, how to keep hydration in it. And thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say that I've never been more in love with my hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Pros starts by asking about my hair goals, like if I need hydration. They also asked my type of curl, which I thought was incredible. They asked if I was a 4C or 4B. I know that the women of color listening to this with curly hair know exactly what I'm talking about. Their in-depth consultation also asks about you as a person. So pros ask me really unexpected things like, what's my zip code? Is it summertime when you're ordering this right now? I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't even think about how right now, because it's the winter and they know my zip code, they know I'm in New York and it's dry. Next, Pros analyzed all of my answers and handpicked clean ingredients to help me reach my hair goals. I love, y'all know that I'm a supplement pusher. I love vitamins, and I love that they sent me supplements. They also sent me this really beautiful hair oil that came in the most beautiful packaging, and I love the color of the oil, and I love the dropper, and I love that it said, packed for Elizabeth, and it had my geographical zone, 11222. So as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They'll take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the key to achieving all of your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash truebeauty. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash truebeauty for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Um, do you all know Scorpios? Any Scorpios? Mm, I know a, yes, one Scorpio, but not well, not well enough to, to answer your question. Okay. 
<laughs> no, yeah, don't I know. Call me teacher. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. No, it's totally fine. And I, ne- I please. Ju- I mean, I'm happy with just. Oh, yeah, that sounds you know on track. Or I'm not sure. It's totally fine. I. Yeah. It's all personal stuff, but it's just to. I'm just curious. You know, it's like very curious. You know me. I like to be a good student, and I wish that I knew the answer. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no, no. I don't know all the signs. I'm sorry. No, it's totally cool. <laughs> no, I do. I have a, a Scorpio friend. Um, that I'll see if I'll see if this is, you know, what they are experiencing for the year, but they get the magician. And this is a really great card for anybody who's been kind of stuck in trying to make something happen, but they haven't been able to. This means this feels like you're in your element, like you totally know what you're doing and you are capable of making anything happen with the material in front of you. So you might find yourselves, uh, if you're Scorpio, in a situation or or many situations this year or a a long term situation where you get to really shine in your intelligence and your capabilities. This is also... um, You could be going into higher education or you could be learning something that adds to what you already know and you happen to be very, very good at it or it makes things click for you and you are um, developing yourself into somebody that people see as a, a, um, a person of power, a person who's very good at adapting to situations. They can talk to anybody. They can um, communicate their ideas. They can um, develop whatever it is that they want to develop, and it will be received really well. So if you're ever feeling like, oh, I can't do it. This isn't something that I'm going to be good at. Scorpios this year, you should just try, and you might even surprise yourself. It might be something that you didn't even know you were going to be good at, or it it might be something that you didn't know um, you could make happen. Like you could be giving pictures to people or you could be trying to get more people on your team or showing the world what it is that you're capable of and you really make a great impression. So go for it. Whatever it is that, you, that you're that you imagining, you really may see something great come out of you. I love this. Magicians get a lot of slack, especially these days. I feel like a lot of girls are just like, oh my God, like a magician, like what a nerd. But again, I love, <laughs> I love this card. I think it's so great because it's like, who doesn't want like magic and transformation. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Scorpios. I'm like a little jealous. I know me ah. too. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Pisces yet. So I love that Pisces is already is like it's already upset. Like or already sad. <laughs> like, I haven't even heard my card yet and I don't I'm not upset. It's like when you're with friends and you order food at a restaurant and you you like feel like everyone else's food is better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> even though <laughs> like you haven't gotten your food idea. yet. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I already know. <laughs> It's not going to be as good as this. Well, okay. You won't be jealous of Sagittarius. Do you all know any Sagittarians? Oh, no. My husband's a Sag. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. So they have the tower this year. This is that card that came before the star from the beginning. This can be a lot of upset. There can be problems that happen. Um, Just, you know, sort of explosions that happen kind of out of nowhere. But they could also reveal a lot of things to the Sagittarian that they didn't know was there before. And that in and of itself can be disturbing, like, you know, where it's it's just been going on for a certain time in a certain way. And then all of a sudden you're you're let in on things that just completely explode the inside of it. And now you're like, what do I do after this? So there could be a lot of that feeling of like, I'm not um, I, I feel like everything like is, you know, a, a walking on um, uh, eggshells. I feel like I'm uh, always going to I'm always uh nervous about what's going to happen next. And there could be like, you know, the precipice of anger, the precipice of an argument, the precipice of, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say getting fired, but like things that are that big, like, it's just like, is this um, going to explode my life? And a lot of times, if, if, you know, these, if there, if there are things that happen for you, Sagittarian, that are really, really destructive, which I'm not 
prophesizing. This is for all Sagittarians. This is 12 signs. So this is just more of a, a um, bumps in the road or things that really show you something that you just didn't know before and you needed to know because there was something that was getting built on uh, really fragile ground. And if you didn't find out now, you might have been the, one of the people that got, you know, exploded with it. So mm. just kind of count your blessings if something happens around you, even if it's really affecting you. It It's going to turn out in the end to be much more solid of a foundation to build on than what was happening before. Does that make any sense for Sagittarians? Kind of. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We yeah, we shall see. That's a super future card. So that one is like, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to say. Yeah. So we're at the very beginning of the year. So it might be things that are coming up or something that you can kind of smell in the water that hasn't happened yet. And you're like, mm, I don't know how long this is going to go on like this. I don't know how long this is going to last like this before something is revealed because it, it could feel like something's off or something is like a little bit more aggressive than it should be or people aren't telling you something that you feel that they should be telling you, you know, mm. so all that. This is interesting. I'm going to keep this in my head. I'm not even going to tell him. Yeah. And I'm just curious yes. to see what happens. It'll be our little yeah. secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know a Sagittarian and everything seems to be going well in her life. So I, I hope that this is just something that's more like a blip on the radar. But she has spoken to me about not being able to meet certain expectations. So I don't know. You know what I mean? So it's I wouldn't I would hope that, you know, her business wouldn't retaliate or, or do something that would really disrupt her life. But those are the things that you can think about or like, you know, there might be certain things that are a little bit off or certain things that just make you like, you know, kind of nervous mm -hmm. that may have a result but just remember that result will also land into a more healing place because it, it probably was fragile to begin with mm -hmm. if i had to have a card for last year for me it definitely would have been the tower oh my goodness dude a hundred percent all the shit that i had to go through last year one after another after another are you kidding me <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah you went get ready you can be fine you're gonna be fine you can make it through. you went through a lot Exactly. You're going to be okay. Exactly. That Thank is, you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Fine. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. Everybody will be fine. Yes, exactly. Like that's I was listening to another podcast and a person was talking about, you know, how people should approach readings. And that is something you got to remember. Anytime you approach a reading, it's not there's no finality ever to your life except when you pass away. There's absolutely mm -hmm. no finality. There are periods of time that are, are up and there are periods of time that are down and there are more periods of time than up or down that are neutral and boring. So it's it, you got to kind of look at it like what what am I supposed to expect right now and not necessarily this is the conclusion and end all be all. And I'm just waiting for the tarot reader to tell me that my life is going to be happy forever. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like that's just not realistic and that and nobody should have that um, expectation just simply because that's just not that's not mathematics like you can't that's literally no one, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's just not messy. So yes, yeah, so Elizabeth is right. Like if the, if you do have tower moments, yeah, if you do have tower moments, they will pass. This will pass. It's just, you know, something that may come up. So now we have Capricorns. Anybody know Capricorns? Mm-hmm. So Capricorns um, have the hanged man. So the hanged man is all about waiting and it's about kind of being suspended and not knowing what to do next because there's a perspective that's got to come to you. There's you, You're basically being given an opportunity to look at things differently 
And it may feel like you're stuck. It may feel like you, you just have no movability. You have no uh, you have no control. You have no choices that you can make. You're just kind of staying there. You know, this could be somebody who's analyzing their relationship or analyzing their uh, career path or analyze, you know, or trying to move one, from one place to another, but they haven't been able to find a house. You know, these are all um, examples of being stuck or, or not being able to like make the moves that you want to make. But a lot of times this can be, I mean, if you're manifesting, this could actually be a sign that things are falling into place. So you might just need to stay still, like don't try to do anything until you do get that perspective that you need or you do get that green light. Um, but this is also for you to get gain more information about everything that's happening around you. So instead of going straight in there and saying, forget this, I don't want to do this career anymore. I'm going to move to another career. I'm going to move to another job stop and think about all the things that you're missing from this job. And maybe there's something that you're you're not seeing that's more important to you than just job job hopping. It may bring out something in you to say, oh, um, this this specific direction may not even be right for me. This may be uh, something I need, but I actually want to try to go this way. Or um, I really care about this person. And I do know that, you know, um, there's so many things about them that I, I love and I, I'm going to see what else I, I, is missing so that maybe we can reconnect in a certain way. So just know if you feel stuck right now or you feel like you can't move forward or there's just your hands are tied behind your back. It's really the, the energy is asking you to look around and to make assessments while you have the time. So don't judge the fact that you're stuck. Use the time of being stuck to see what it is that, that you need and take that into account. You know, we're, we're such um, forceful people. We imagine that if we don't make a move right now, all of our hopes and dreams are going to be dashed or we can be a very lazy group of people that doesn't do anything. But this is more so for the person who's who feels that they should be doing something or they feel like something should come in and and give them the answer. It's more so for you to open yourself up and just look at it differently. Mm hmm. No, I love that because I think it's, you know, this is something that I'm trying to really integrate into my life and understand and and learn is that not do when you're not doing something, you're not not doing something, mm -hmm. especially like as a creator and a builder. Right. Like, I think that I need to constantly just be like moving, moving, building, building, building. And now that I've been taking time to to give myself room to be still, you know, I'm not still, but I give myself the room <laughs> to be still. And in that room is where things start to, like synapses start to come. I start yeah. to have downloads because I've got the time to download. I'm not just like, you know, running, 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 running in this moment. It's like you can sit and think and process. And um, it's, you know, it's uh, can be frustrating, like a frustrating place to be, but it's a beautiful place to be also, especially when you get busy person. I was gonna say girl, Absolutely. but whoever's out there, once you start going, be wishing that you were hanging upside down again right <laughs> like <laughs> right how many times we're like man i wish i wish we could go back to the time where i could only afford ramen but i was alone and happy or like, I, wasn't being like, <laughs> I wasn't being like bombarded with like so much crap to do or perfectionism yeah. or you know yeah. absolutely do either of you know um aquarians mm -hmm. yes so yes alex you do oh so it's this a is a really beautiful card okay good <laughs> this is um this is the lovers and this also this corresponds to gemini so aquarians may have a gemini come into their life but the lovers is it, it definitely stands for meeting somebody that you fall in love with or you feel a magnetic attraction to it could be a romantic um 
connection. Or it could be something that you love, that you concede to, you make concessions for, right? So let's say um, you fall in love with a direction or you fall in love with a group or you fall in love with a cause or you fall in love with, you know, whatever it is that that's calling in like a heart-centered way. You're making the decision to continue to walk towards that thing. So you might give up uh, a night out with your friends or you might give up, you know, alcohol or you might give up, you know, certain things that keep you close to that beloved experience. So these are your decisions moving you towards something that fills you with that love. And that's really, those moments in life can be so fulfilling because love is really what we run on in terms of the soul, right? The body runs on food and water and the soul runs on love or runs on that sense of um, fulfillment and that sense of connection and being a part of something because you chose to be a part of that thing because that thing makes you feel good. And that thing hopefully also makes other people feel good, you know, in its ripple effect if you are a part of something that, you know, affects other people. So Gemini, or I'm sorry, this is for Gemini, but uh, for Aquarius, but it represents Gemini. Um, Aquarians, you might, be called to something that makes you feel so good about life and so good that you're alive, right? Because that's what love does. That's why we all look for the romantic love that we want. It's something that makes us feel like we belong here and that there's something that wakes us up in the morning, something that we, we um, that makes us feel so good throughout the day, something that we can use for our mental health, something that we use for our hearts, you know? So whatever it is that you discover, know that that is supposed to be for you. And that's supposed to be something that you use to infuse yourself with that love feeling. Mm. I really hope that's true for the Ukraine in my life. Same. Mine too. Mine too. My friend too. Yeah. And she deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that well, we all have like a, an Aquarian friend that needs this. <laughs> my Aquarian friend is involved with someone, but I don't think they're good. Oh. And so I'm hoping that this is about someone new. <laughs> mm. Mm. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Double cross. Yeah. Triple. <laughs> so do we know any? Oh, well, of course we do. Pisces. Do we know any Pisces? Do we have any Pisces in the house? Huzzah. <laughs> so Pisces, you get the chariot. And the chariot actually coincides with cancer. So there might be a cancer that comes into your life since you don't know any. But this is all about decisions and making a decision that you stick with and one that um, you won't let anything knock you off of. So if you haven't decided on something yet, it might be the thing that's mainly on your mind is to come up with a way or a direction or a path that you are on and that you stay on and that nobody can kind of take from you. And so this can be um, pushing yourself to move for, like further than you've gone before. This can be commitment um, to just your future, right? And your life in general. This can be um, picking. A lot of times it can be picking between two things that you aren't sure which one to take and you choose which one and you go that direction and you don't let people or anybody or anything tell you that that's not the right way. So if you're still, you know, or still trying to figure out which one that is, or if you're trying to figure out which way that is, know that this year you probably will take a direction and you'll know which way you want to go and it's going to feel good to you and you're going to keep driving, you're going to keep riding and you're going to 
get you're going to get there eventually. If it's not this year that you get there, this is the year that you start that journey. Interesting. How does that sound to you? I don't know, but it sounds exciting. It sounds like maybe something that hasn't fully like come into my brain yet. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. The chariot is all about just choosing and choosing in a way that you have a vision for your future that you're going to get to. Like, I know where I'm going and I know how I'm going to get there and the pace that I'm going to get there. So there might be something that comes up for you this year that really attracts you to going after it. That's really, I don't know. I think that's a really good card. That's a great card. It's a very good card. Yeah. It's good if you are a person who lets their moods get to them. I do. Yeah. So this is, that's what I mean by you're not going to let anything knock you off your path because a lot of us get our butts kicked by our moods, by the Mm -hmm. fact that one day we feel good about it. The next day we don't. Well, that's why when you said that, I was like, wow, that doesn't sound like me. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And that's not real. That's not like a lot of Pisces, but that's the thing like with it is um, it doesn't necessarily have to be your uh, instinct, right? None of these cards have to be your instinct. They're just the way that you're going or what's coming into your life, the archetype that's coming into your life right now to usher you into the next year, right? It's not taking over your your whole soul or your ego. It's just what you're dealing with in the year. So if you have been feeling like I've been drifting, I'm not, I don't know why I haven't been able to solidify my direction. I don't know which way to go. Then this might be the year that you make that decision. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell my mama. Sharice is a Pisces. She's listening. Oh, yeah. Let us know how this resonates, mom. Love it. And my mom, too. My mom, too. (laughs) Oh, really? I know. Yeah, my mom's a Pisces. So many Pisces. I know. And my twin sister, obviously, and my older brother are Libras. So we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, thank you so much for coming and taking us all around the Zodiac today. Yes. This is a great way to start the year. That was really, really fun. Yes. And um, I'm actually going to be putting up, I told you, I'm going to be putting up uh, monthly readings for all the Zodiac signs. And I'm going to put up a year one, too, I think this weekend. That's a little bit more in depth. It's just going to take a lot longer. (laughs) And and so I think if anybody is interested in hearing a bit more about what's happening for their year, you can go to my podcast on the Aquarian. It's uh, T-H-E-A-Q-U-A-R-E-A-N. That's the podcast name. And um, that'll be up. And I'm teaching tarot on there. So if anybody enjoys uh, reading tarot or wants to get better at it or wants to hear about my life as a psychic, that's on there as well. They all want to know. That's why they're listening. They all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a doozy of a story. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your energy with us. Yes. And yeah, this was so much fun. Yes, I, I love coming on with you guys. It's just it's great to talk about this just lightly, loosely. Um, not so, you know, I get very intense with this stuff. So it's nice to like have it a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> We hope you all had a great time listening to Vanessa's predictions for the new year. You should write into us if anything really resonated with you. Let us know your sign and if you feel like it made sense for you. I'm just curious. She's very on point. Vanessa is just a very intuitive person. And sometimes I'll say something to her when we're talking and she's like already kind of saying it. (laughs) And I'm like, how did you know? Like, how did you know that about me? 
She just knows. She's incredible. Yeah. I like the card that was pulled for me. It makes me excited for the new year because it also sounds like something not like me at all. So that's kind of interesting. I like that you were correlating the cards that she's pulling to you, like to you, you personally, rather than to just like, you're just like, but that's not me. It's like, it's not that it's you. It's about like your experience, like things that you're <laughs> no, going to be I doing. Know. You're like, that's just so not like me. I know, but it's, it's not like a Pisces-ish uh, kind of thing, you know? I guess that's what I meant. Sure. So, yeah. and, and she pointed that out, you know, but I think that that's, that makes it even better, right? That maybe totally. this year will just be different and it sounds exciting. Uh, I feel really bad for Kyle because... Girls, say card. the same thing. You're mad about <laughs> your card for Sagittarius. And you're just like, this isn't me. Oh, you, you want your world to be turned upside down? <laughs> this like isn't me, but, but okay. <laughs> but you know, all of this is open to how it interprets for you. So, Yeah. But I am excited for the new year ahead. And this just gave us like a little glimpse, a little taste. A little taste of what's to come. Mm-hmm. You guys can DM or email us your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week. And you can nominate somebody for the beauty baddie almanac. Um, you can find us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Or you can hit us up on our email at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I'm at Alex Lindley. You can make an in-person or virtual appointment with Elizabeth at truebeautybrooklyn.com. Or you can make an in-person appointment with me at cheekybrooklyn.com. And that's it. That's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is produced by BetaWave and Elizabeth Taylor and is mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. And if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.